What's up, everybody? This is the Bros Gone Wild Podcast. Alright, people, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Bros Gone Wild Podcast. Just want to say we appreciate the heck out of kind of the support we've been getting. It's become very fun to record these, and it's going to be a little more work to record now that we're all we're all back in Clarkson, but I hope that I hope that you appreciate the work we put in and we're just trying to improve whenever we can. So if you do want to leave a comment at our iTunes, that actually helps a lot. It can help bring in a lot more people and just kind of get our name out there. So don't be afraid to drop a comment in the iTunes section. That can do a lot for us. But moreover, in this episode we kinda we discuss the Kentucky Derby with horse breeding and fun stuff like that. LSD Space colonization, we talk Howard Stern, we get in the new decade of Jonah or a fellow bro, uh, we talk GMOs, world peace, and much more, so please relax, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. What's up, play haters? This is another episode of the Bros Gone Wild podcast. Gentlemen, we're back in Clarkson. We are out of the Mount Pleasant area, and we're in my basement recording. This is very different. Home number two. Home number two. Weird. But, Extremely. Yeah, very weird, but let's let's get into this poll. Yeah. Let's dive right in. <clears throat> Would you rather be forced to wear wet socks the rest of your life or only be allowed to wash your hair once a year? 11 total votes. That's, wow, I thought we had more than that. And then... Uh, 64% said annual hair cleanse, 36% said wet socks. <laughs> I, I, did we not retweet this during the week? I thought we... No, it doesn't look like it. I guess we never Dang. got around to that. That's a bummer. Oops. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> anyways, it's still worth talking about. It's an Absolutely. interesting question. Yeah, what'd you guys go with? I said I would rather just wash my hair once a year. There's other, I mean, obviously, I know Josh is going to try to say you could shave your head, this and that, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> but, like, if you actually, like, if that's not part of it, because that's bullshit, but, like, you can grow dreads out, you can get it, you can get some dope shit going with it still. That's a good point, I didn't think about what you could do with it, because dreads, you can't wash, really. No, no. You have to not I would, wash. I would let it go, and I would do something cool with my hair, because yeah. wet socks suck, I mean, yeah, it would, you would get used like, to it, I guess, but it still sucks. It'd be horrible. There's, it's, it'd be so hard to put shoes on too. There's not, it's hard putting shoes on with wet socks, and and you're making a mess around your house. Does that mean you can't even wear barefoot? Or every time you I put figured, on socks? I figured it was just like okay, okay when you're walking fair. around and like maybe you adapt to the shoes. barefoot lifestyle. Maybe that's what you. Company well, too. yeah, but that <laughs> just takes away from the whole argument if you don't wear socks. <laughs> I just, your whole life, I mean, that's, that's a, a long, long time. time. Compared to the year without washing your hair, I, I mean. Yeah, I feel like, There's nothing like the rest though. of your life, you kind of get used to the wet socks. Right after a fresh haircut. Sleeping with wet socks on. Not only is sleeping with socks on horrible, but wet socks would be terrible. Well, you have to sleep with them? Is that part of it, I you mean, think? it says the rest of your life. Yeah. So well, I, I figured it was just kind of like. Whenever you wear socks, whenever you wear socks, like you can. Everyone, no one sleeps with socks on, or that's no hell no. All ghetto. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah. So what? Can you take them off or no? Yeah, I I feel like yeah, but like when you're wearing shoes, like there's no like exceptions. Socks on, they're soaking wet. Like it's the (laughs) like you wear socks a normal amount. They're just wet every time you put them on. Yeah, it's not as bad now. 
But still, probably I'd probably go with the hair. It's wet socks are really not that bad. Like it's, you also it's have bad, to think but, about though, you're gonna have dreads the rest of your life. Whatever, it's a lot. I'll of, deal with it. Wait, why would you have dreads the rest of your life? Well, well, I'm saying if I'm not washing my hair, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna get some dreads out of it. Yeah, but only for a year. Then you can do whatever you want, right? What's the question? It says hair. Wash your hair once a year. Socks once, once a year, year for the rest of your life. Oh, for the both of them. I are thought the rest you had of your to life. go an entire year without washing your hair. That's kind of like what no, I did. Like, oh no, like it's January first. You get to wash your hair. That's it. Oh jeez. Or you can pick your day. yeah or whatever. It doesn't have to be January first. You wet do wet socks. socks. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Fuck. The, fuck the dreads, dude. I'm I'm way too clean and way too like I no, like I feel that. about that. That's why it's tough. I just I hate wearing shoes with my socks are soaked. <laughs> I agree. Oh, it's uncomfortable, but I don't know if I could do that with my head, dude. I think it's I tough just, for me. I think I'll just get into the the shoeless lifestyle if I so, had to do that. When it says you're not allowed to wash your hair, could you use dry shampoo? Is no, that, like no cleaning no, of your hair you can't for a year. It. You can like, can you get a you can you get a haircut right? You get a haircut. Just make you sure can, they don't shampoo that bitch. Yeah, if you jump into a pool, does that count as cleaning? Because I don't think so. I mean, oh, that's not bad. Because you can you can shower the rest of your body. I mean, I don't know. Maybe rinse it. Maybe rinse just but, water, but never any. Cleaning but like, don't like product. scrub it while you're like underwater. Yeah. That's kind of cheating as well. <laughs> you got a guy just watching you. <laughs> yeah, somebody follows you every day to make sure you don't Ooh. wash it. Wow. Yeah. So um, I guess. That's exactly Annual hair cleanse it is. <laughs> I don't know. I keep going back and forth, dude. They both would be pretty uncomfortable. I feel like, you know, yeah, it's it's honestly really tough. Would your hair, I mean, if you can jump into a chlorine pool, your hair wouldn't smell. But if you're not washing your hair, you're going to, I mean. Well, I mean, you're not. Well, but you are washing the rest of your body. That's what you have to remember. No, I know that, but still your And I can just get a nice little buzz. So like a little, a little short hair action. And then I'm not really, it's not that big of an issue. It would be less of an I issue. I would definitely change my look if I wasn't washing my hair every day or whatever. I mean, what have you? <laughs> but. Wow. I think we've exhausted this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's move on to something else. Dayton, do, do you we, have anything you want to bring up to us that you've does seen? Does anybody else have anything else we, to bring up? Jonah? I don't know. <laughs> Not this week, guys. Sorry, <laughs> drop the ball. Well, I don't know. One yeah. thing, I go ahead. Go ahead. No, go no, ahead. no. I, I mean, I do. I do have some stuff we could talk about. Let me hear it. So, first thing, I guess we could bring up the Kentucky Derby. We don't have to really talk about that. Oh, but. what was the winner? Oh, it was always dreaming. Always yeah, dreaming. Yeah. Good call. Thank you. Jeez. <laughs> but I, I just had an interesting conversation with my family yesterday about these horses and just what happens to them when they get injured. And how they're basically useless to people. They're like a business. And so when they don't make money, they just kind of... Put them down. Put them down, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That they, was kind they of... They breed these horses to be these specimens. And then once they get their races out right. of them and they... And their sperm They're useless. And their sperm. No, yeah. They, so they, like race them as, they race them as long as they can. And then once they're no longer like good, they take their sperm. Mm -hmm. And then after their sperm's no good... Cause they'll sell that kind of hey, stuff. Hey PPL, what's the price they'll, for low? They'll on sell those the PPL. Boys? Oh, dude, that horse sperms cost a lot of money from mm, one of those top tier oh horses. Yeah, yeah, I tried to get my hands on some few years back. 
It's wild. <laughs> Can you imagine having semen that people just value that much? I do. Oh, well, I know you probably yeah, know like, but Josh. <laughs> almost, like, what would people pay for LeBron semen? Yeah, exactly. Honest to God, what's a price that they would put on that? That's a good question. How much would you pay for LeBron semen? Dude, I don't know. What's a good price? I would buy it for resale. I know, but th- oh, yeah, for sure. I would. But th- I mean, think about how much money you could potentially make from LeBron semen. The child you create. That's too, that too, yeah. You know, if they grow up to be the next LeBron James, then that sperm could be with worth sperm. millions. You know what I mean? Because you're going to make that money back plus some. <clears throat> okay, so says here. It's a weird conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we got through a weird alley. Bre- breeders are willing to pay $6,500 like, like in that neighborhood for sperm, just, like up to that. Just for that sperm. Just for like a, a dose of sperm or for how, horses how or people? horses. Yeah. Do you know how old like, those horses are that compete in the? They're t- young, pretty young. I don't know. Yeah. It says here American Pharaoh, which I'm guessing is some sort of thoroughbred. He horse. almost won the triple crown. If not, if he didn't, a couple years back, his sperm was like the most over a hundred thousand dollars. I remember seeing that. His yeah, I couldn't remember the name American Pharaoh. The horses are three years old. Yeah. Wow. So you're three years old and your your jizz costs pretty penny. Yeah. Good for them. Most likely. Yeah. I don't know. That, that kind of took a different direction I was expecting with that Kentucky Derby. <laughs> it definitely did. Right. But we, I, I mean, it's not that exciting of a... I mean, to some people it is, but I, didn't, I don't really find it's it that. It's a huge spectacle. It's, it's a it's just weird a classic, little... Classic sports event. Mm-hmm. It is, it's very strange. The hats people do and the... Very traditional, like... Bunch old, old time. Just a bunch of old white people who go and throw it's down extreme. millions of dollars on a yeah, it's coin flip. Very targeted towards white people. That's for it's sure. such a white sport. <laughs> Which, it's so true. Be, I don't know. I because I, did you guys watch it? No. I'm be honest. I absolutely I did. Yeah, you I did. Didn't, I didn't know. Well, it lasts what 45 seconds. It's yeah. It's I didn't like know the time when it was coming on, and I just got the notification like, oh, always dreaming one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was basically the most anticlimactic thing I've ever seen. Was it pretty close? I've watched it before. Not really. No, I've watched it, it before. Kind of a Some, somewhat close. Dude, I've watched it before. It's literally just a bunch of horses running down yeah. a dirt track. It's nothing really exciting. Sometimes, unless it's unless it's like neck and neck. Yeah. Sometimes you'll have somebody that goes from fourth, and then you will shoot the outside gap or something yeah. and make it interesting. But there was nothing like this. It was, okay. Basically, everyone stayed in the same position. Yeah. Training them to... Running that straight line. Have you guys ever trained, like, gone out of your way to really train a pet? Try to. Not personally. I mean, my dog was trained. I remember I went to, my mom took my uh, Dewey, our dog, Dewey, uh, to like an obedience class. And I went with her. I was little. And they were just like a bunch of other dog owners with their dogs. Like, and there was just one person like teaching everybody how to train their dog. It was weird. It was at the Renaissance Gym. Oh, wow. I've been in that gym. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. No, I, I was just seeing something recently where people pay around $15,000 to $20,000 for, let's say, a five-month program where they'll train their dog to do like everything. Money, it's a lot of money. <laughs> hey. But... I mean, <laughs> what what benefits do you see from that other than your dog being obedient? You know, that's why I was gonna ask you guys uh, if you, because I've never had pets. Very sad aspect of my life. Yeah. But I was gonna see because I feel like it wouldn't be that well trained because it's not almost training to you. It's training to the trainee that comes in or whatever. I don't know. It's 
Well, I feel like that's part of getting a pet is training it and my dog, bringing it to your side of the. My family. dog went to like one obedience class. My dog is the most like well behaved animal dog is chill. in the world. A lot of that has to do with just Dewey's. I think that's just Dewey as like a dog. Yeah. Like yeah. He's just has a man, his own bro. person. Yeah, his own dog self. He's just <laughs> a chill, you know, personality. <laughs> but my dog went to training, and actually the owners were present, so. They were saying, okay. Usually the owners are supposed to be present that way. That doesn't happen, that they've right. learned to obey the owner and not the... Yeah. Like, the obedience class, it's yeah, like a person telling you what to tell your dog. Yeah. Like, now, if someone's paying fifteen to $20,000 just to have an obedient pet, that's a little <laughs> over the top. You don't need to pay anything to have an obedient pet. But if you want your pet to do a lot of cool shit, like roll over and play dead, then that's different. Mm. Maybe that's worth fifteen grand, but... Yeah, yeah. Still not, probably. Fetch you know. me a bruise. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> There's a uh, dog act that won America's Got Talent one year. Really? So what? that it could, I mean, it could win you a million dollars. Wow! What did it? What was some of the? Cool there was a bunch of dogs. There was a dog that would like ride a scooter. It would do ba- a dog that did backflips. Uh, it would jump over like hurdles. Yeah, wow. It, it was really cool. I don't know. That's, they, no, they're really called cool. a lot a latte dogs. A latte and it won dogs. the entire thing. Won the a million dollars. Wow. Gosh. <laughs> oh, we've got Christian, our guest. We've got some coffee on we the podcast. We got our guest intruder. Mm, from Honchos? Hmm? Honchos? No, this is from uh, Roasters in Grand Rapids. Oh, like wow. That is smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. So what exactly did you just have there? What, what, that, what, what was, was that? the restaurant and everything? Or restaurant? Roasters. Well, oh. you said Roasters? Yeah. Wow. This is in like, Grand Rapids. My brother is... A bartista? Barista? Barista, yeah. <laughs> What's that? I, was, I knew it was something like that. They like serve coffee. They just do stuff. a bunch of coffee oh. stuff. Yeah. So he, he just went to Grand Rapids and he picked up all this special coffee from there. And uh, you just caught me getting a live action to taste. <laughs> but A live action taste. Moving on. Um, one thing I thought about recently that really interesting kind of thing to ponder is if you guys were to take some steps, say you have unlimited amount of resources, what is your, how would you go about, how would you go about reaching world peace? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Everybody's on the same page. Dude, I honestly believe, which is like, all right, it's going to sound like, like I want a fucking dictator or something. But I'm saying like eventually the the world just needs one leader. That's how like that's the one way you could actually unify people, I feel like. Yeah. And the, if you separate everybody into countries then feuds start between governments and countries and stuff. I feel like if you ever actually want world peace cuz everybody's jockeying for power. If one person holds power and everybody like complies and it's a good system then that'd be really crazy you know what i mean because like you i don't think you could have world peace with all these countries and the united united states wants to control everything wants everything Uh. their way but then somebody wants you know what i mean oh totally i don't know this is the second show in a row we've heard Jonah's aspirations for a dictatorship. Dictator. What did I say last time? I think I can't remember. It came up though. We were definitely talking. You were just saying how great oh, it would be if, to, be to be a dictator. dictator. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So I'm definitely. In, I think I might move to North Korea when I'm older. <laughs> yeah. 
That's a good point, though, because you would need everyone to be under the same umbrella of power for them to to truly kind of come come close to anything like because like, like that. Everybody's like feels like pride for their country and that their country is better than their, everybody else's, and that's not how war starting stuff. Yeah, just that pride that comes patriotism. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I feel like we would. There's a potential we see some of that when shit starts hitting the fan with the Illuminati comes out and stuff. Global warming, <laughs> like when uh, <laughs> not even global warming, but I don't know if some meteor is coming towards us and we gotta. That's I where actually, you see world actually, peace flying. I actually don't think that a meteor coming toward the Earth would be an issue because I've heard that they have technology that could literally take. Um, if like unless they catch it like last second, if there's a meteor coming toward Earth that we have technology where we can deflect it. No, just throw it on a force field. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Somehow they do it. Yeah, they like change. I don't know. Changes gravity. It's weird. Well, it could happen soon. We, I mean, you don't know. Stephen Hawking thinks it'll happen within the next hundred years. Stephen Hawking. What did he say exactly? <laughs> oh, whoa, all right. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Wait, what were you just saying? Yeah, you think so what? I read an article. It kind of perfectly aligns with this. Uh-huh. Next hundred years, supposedly, we are going to, we're going to be forced to tap into farming potential on Mars. Like, forced to completely. We're not going to make it past the next hundred years. Supposedly, that's what Stephen Hawking is telling uh-huh. everybody. I would like to see what basis that's on. Like, why? I don't know. He just said, like, they were talking about the movie The Martian, obviously drawing parallels from oh, how yeah. we should probably try something like that. And then Stephen Hawking's estimate was 90 to 100 years. How, I wonder how accurate that movie is, Martian. I know. Like, if you could actually do that with just a bunch of fecal matter. So we talk Shit, about, we should go out there and try dude, it. Dude, we talk a lot about a lot of sperm and a lot of fecal matter. In space. In space, <laughs> No, I was just... So, I believe... SpaceX, I I think Elon Musk owns that. Oh, yeah. Don't they want to not, they want to live on carriers almost that are in space, not on any other planet? So I think that's kind of like. Isn't uh, that what they're kind of working towards? I don't know if that's what they're working towards, but I think it sounds like what they're on in, in like the end of Interstellar. Like, do you remember when he's on that ship and it's a big circle? So, actually, I learned in physics that that is actually, like, something that they, I guess it might be SpaceX, I don't know, but, like, something that Circular they're actually, that the they're trying thing. to actually develop. So, if you, it's, it's just physics, like, a physics equation that, like, if it spins, if you spin it at a certain speed, oh, no, totally. it creates a certain amount of gravity. So, if you have a five-mile long, or, like, five miles in diameter radius wow. circle, and it spins at one rotation every 30 seconds Whatever. or something, then you can simulate the same gravity as on Earth. Huh. That's crazy. It would be a massive platform, though. Like, Oh, yeah. Just, to yeah, get be... built and to launch that into space would be yeah. a piece of work. But Yeah. Uh, that stuff's wild. I think that's what SpaceX wants to do rather it than Mars. But... Space colonies, almost. is like what they exactly, call Exactly. A like colony a... Yeah. on a ship, in a way. That'd, that's weird to think about, dude. What if there's aliens out there that have... Abandoned their planet, have abandoned their planet, so they're planetless, but their life forms just floating around from planet to planet in space. Dude, because they say space is extended literally yeah. forever in a way. Yeah, 
So what if they just haven't found us yet? No, that's because there's definitely aliens. There has to be. There's gotta be something. There's no way there isn't. <laughs> just space is so massive that we would never know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Somebody might know, but we just don't know. Right. Too. I yeah. Mean. No. That could totally be it. The simulation theory. <laughs> that shit is wild. But. Anywho, Anywho yeah. I found an interesting article on, you guys have heard of Monsanto, right? With yeah. the GMOs and how they're the by far biggest thing. Oh, yeah. Turns out there's a big, big controversy with the weed killer Roundup yeah. type stuff they use. And they're finding out that the Roundup that they're using has possibly long-term <laughs> neurological or neurological effects. So it can do like... And kind of have long-term screw up your brain. It can, um, here, I, I thought I saw some of the effects on here. But basically, they're just finding out that GMOs and the way Monsanto is doing everything isn't the safest. And No, yeah. I, I sort of wanted to see what you guys thought about GMOs. and. I mean, they're, they're like an evil company, Monsanto they is. They are. They cause a lot of damage. They just do things only for profit, not yeah. for the goodness right. of anything yeah, gmos are horrible yeah just the idea in itself of genetically oh, I, don't, I don't say I don't, they're horrible i don't i don't agree with that dude if we can genetically modify food that in a safe way where we're not in we're right danger right now, it's, it's horrible for you right now though that's not necessarily proven though that's saying the roundup they use so i mean it's, that's that's I'm shitty not even ta- i'm not talking I'm about saying. the roundup I'm, their food is like well, I, has it actually been proven to be that bad? I don't yeah, think it's like, like officially been I don't, proven yeah, to be horrible for you or anything. All right. I don't know. I guess. I think a big reason they can't prove it is because there, it hasn't been around long enough I to th- kind of come to I solid think that it, it, like eating something organic may have more nutritional oh, value. Oh, it totally does. That's has, undeniable. It has more nutritional value, but I don't know if the GMOs are actually harmful. I've never heard that. No. I've always thought that they don't really know or they don't think so yeah Um, because if it was knowingly harmful they wouldn't do it well that's what's scary about monsanto is they knew they were using this bad stuff and i just found here it links to non-hodgkin's lymphoma the kind of stuff they're using so we're eating these things every day that's kind of making us more receptible or whatever to non-hodgkin's they're kind of like knowingly putting these bad things towards us and they're getting in trouble now because someone caught them that's fucked up. And that's what that's what I was kind of bringing up is it's kind of scary because what other kind of stuff do we not know about GMOs that we're just eating like it's nothing? Right. And, yeah, they haven't really found stuff that's, per se, very unhealthy with it because I think it's very, very close to what we normally would eat because they're literally modifying it to be just like that. But I know that there is some risk factors like the non-Hodgkin's lymphoma with different cancers and... Um, but they can genetically mo- they can create salmon now really easily where they're genetically modifying massive salmons and that's wild and yeah it's it's scary for for the kind of long term effects it can cause us but there's so many arguments for this within a few years even from now this could end all world hunger just because we can get food to everybody or whatever that's what I'm saying I, that's what I'm saying I don't think GMOs are bad I think that they just need to be Figured out. Yeah. Better company needs what to if, find or something. What if there was a hidden GMO in coffee this entire time that you didn't know about? <laughs> would you still drink coffee? Absolutely. <laughs> really? Would you actually? 
Well, my brother was just telling me if you have under three cups of coffee a day, which is – he told me the – I think it's like 400 milligrams of caffeine mm-hmm. is about three cups. Right. So if you have two cups of coffee a day, it is super good for you. It gives you longevity in your life. It, like coffee is legitimately the caffeine, everything with it. If you don't add sugars or uh, any ser- whatever you put in it, if you don't add, if you just drink it straight up, it's very healthy for you. Christian, the coffee master, dude, you worked at hot you see so You should hear some of the shit he says. It is hysterical. <laughs> That's He's Mr. Fun. Coffee Facts. I love it. He probably knows a lot about coffee working. Well, yeah, there. all these people just ask him stuff. So yeah. He's obviously super into it, and, and they want to know, and so it, it works in both he ways. Delivers. He delivers. He delivers the facts. He's a great employee. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. Interesting. Uh, any sports stuff you want to bring up, Jonah? I mean, what's going on with the playoffs? Um. Cavs are up 3-0. They could close out this afternoon. Yep, I saw that. Um, My haircut lady was telling me about she's wearing a Cavs jersey. Warriors are up, what, 3-0, 2-1? 3-0. They won yeah, last 3-0, night. Yeah, 3-0, I think. Um, Celtics are up 2-1. Celtics can be interesting against Cleveland, I think, if they come out of it. No, dude, I think Cleveland will kick their ass. Really? I, don't <laughs> I would love to see the Celtics do some work. No, I would, so too. Rough. But I don't know, dude. I was having this conversation with my dad. I don't know how LeBron James is a basketball game. Guy's an animal. Mm-hmm. S- f- stronger than everybody. Quicker. And the main thing is he gets every single call, dude. He can't go to the basket and miss a layup without it being a foul. That's so what's you crazy can't guard to me. So, I mean, not saying it's not well-deserved, but he gets any benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. If he gets touched, it's a foul. Yeah. And that's hard to stop. Especially when he's so strong that you really can't stop him from getting to the basket. Exactly. That there's not much you can do. Because if you can test, it's a foul. If you don't, he's going to dunk it on you. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. And he can literally get to the basket whenever and he's, he wants. he's so basketball smart. Like, he knows yeah. what is going on everywhere. You could put him in any sport. I think we were talking about any this. Any sport. Any sport, and he would be probably the best. I mean, we already know he is in basketball, but if you put him in anything else, he probably would be the best or close to it. Yeah, I would agree. He's a freak. No, he really is. And his semen, man. Back to this. (laughs) Gotta be worth a lot. (laughs) Yup. Trying to bring up this. Wow. Uh, I was looking at, because we always bring up drugs too, so there was (laughs) an article as well about LSD microdoses. Being, making people feel sharper and smarter and all these different things. And the study this lady did was uh, every day she did a little experiment at 64 years old. And it was a, a game where, I don't know, anyways, she did these 10 microdoses every fourth day. Sorry, I was reading it as I was telling it. So 10 microdoses of LSD every fourth day and would just slowly do this and then get off of it for a little bit, then do it and get off of it. And she was finding she was becoming a lot sharper. And the way she was measuring that was through this game she was playing on her iPad. And it was a game that I think measures whatever, but it was getting significantly better as she continued the LSD. Every four days would mean a couple times a week she was was chipping out. When yeah, you say microdoses, is I that... I think she would do it throughout the day. Or... Oh, my gosh. Let me read this. Wow. That, she repeated this of... pattern for... 
one 10 microgram dose of LSD every fourth day. So a very small amount every fourth day. 110 micrograms? Yeah, just well, 10. One, one ten, 10. A tab, I think. One 10 microgram Gosh, dose. I don't even know what that would be. No. Yeah, you wonder if it's like a it's, lot where she's tripping or if it's just like not much. It's just going in and she doesn't really even notice it. Right. Like, what did the article say? Would she trip out or is she just I don't know. I, th- I think she would just do a lot of self-reflecting with it and Weird. focus on herself when she did it. But, yeah, every day, every fourth day she would do it. And over this study she did, she found out that she was getting a lot smarter and getting significantly better at some of the things she was using as a uh, testing variable. So, in a way, there's potentially some sort of medical value in LSD then. I mean, this this lady's seeing some positive benefits. Yeah, yeah. And scientists are starting to apparently look into it and oh trying gosh. to find out where what this really means. It's natural, right? If I remember correctly. It's some kind of fun it comes from a fungus. No, well or, or it was no, because no, it was synthesized for uh it's supposed to be like a cough syrup. For kids or something. We talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, we did Yeah, but where that. does it originally come from though? That I it? don't know. I thought it came from some sort of fungi or something. I think it was. I don't think it's naturally occurring. It might be. A chemical from a fungus, ergot, which comes from some sort of huh. plant. And he probably mixed it with a ton of shit, obviously. Yeah. Synthesized it, so. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, no, I just thought that was kind of an So, what, cool you, what are you hitting at here? Are you, uh... I'm just saying it's, it's cool to see that... Because they always... They always say that this self-reflecting stuff, whether it's ayahuasca, whether it's DMT, the kind of the long-term effects that has on people is so beneficial. And obvious, of course, there's the people that will go off the go off the mark, go off the fourth floor, go off the the fourth story. Oh Oh, no! Yeah, that's not even. I shouldn't even be joking about that. Yes, uh, kids like that though. That's but yeah, it could be misused. But I, it's just really cool to see that there's oh. potentially it could be something that is used as a treatment for patients or whatever. That you gonna get into be. that? You gonna <laughs> every couple of days? Just yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> going to the gym on that. It'd be all right. Um, I guess going off. I just want to bring up a little research. I had to write that paper uh, or the article on the pig. In the or pig the lamb. lamb, excuse me, the lamb. Oh yeah. On, yeah. Here, one the second. artificial one. In the the fetal lambs growing outside of the mother's womb, and the yeah the artificial womb. Research that was done at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, and they basically found a way to take the mother's fetal lamb, throw it inside this bio bag, which is basically a massive Ziploc bag, throw some tubes on it. And it would sit there for about four months, and it developed just as fast as it would inside the mom's stomach, just as if it was in the stomach. And what's really cool about that or revolutionary about that is there's the, the leading cause of deaths in children is premature birth. So that's where they have to take them out C-section and throw them on ventilators mm-hmm. because they try the lungs didn't fully develop, and they would drown and all this stuff. But... This is a new function to put him, put the baby through where they take it out of the mother's stomach and they would just throw it in this bag and the baby would then continue to develop for those four months and then wow. they pull it out of the bag and then whatever. But it's really cool. I just, That's interesting. 
I was super interested by it. This the bag. So I would imagine it's, so it's it's like creating a a womb. A literally, womb. An have, you, have you seen the picture of the, of yeah. the lamb in there? Yeah. So and they have probably a ton of tubes and stuff hooked up to yeah, it. Yeah, like some a, exactly. Yeah, they feed wild. nutrients in there. And they stuff, feed the stuff just in like, there. Probably just like it was in a. Just and it's all artificially creating what's inside the mom. That's wild. And they haven't tried this with a human yet, though. No, and and what's cool, they're gonna they want to do clinical trials in two years. So I mean, of course, that's a long time still. But, but I mean, still, but still, but if, still you, if, not you, that if you're bad. if you're having a child who might die because of prematurity, why, why wouldn't you try it? Why not just try it? But yeah, yeah. If, it, if it's gonna, if it's probably gonna die anyway. Well, the way they do it now, I guess, is a brutal, almost if in a way, Most a lot of children don't make it. They don't make it, or if they do make it, there's some kind of mental defects that come with it because they have to pump their lungs constantly for this long period of time. And one of the, the people being interviewed for this article was saying that the current methods they have now with putting their lungs on respiratory, respirator, whatever that is, it's scarring for the parents. It's, it's tough to see your child getting like all this getting injected oh, with I'm stuff sure. every day tubes and down your tubes down their throat, oh. getting like us big machines on them. It, the parents, it's tough. And, and oh. to be able to just almost throw them in a bag and say, we'll see you in four months. I mean, obviously they, that wouldn't be the case, but just in a, in a sense, that'd be awesome. That'd be, so, it's a very revolutionary finding or study. Uh-huh. Yeah. Could save a lot of infants. Yeah, no, totally. And, spike up our population and like you said so it would be obviously the mother they would c-section the baby out like if there was complications right correct yeah that's how they do it now and instead of putting them on all this machinery they would put it in you wonder bed. you could you um you could do that with uh mothers who are like forced to have abortions if like because you know sometimes like the mother's health is at risk if they have a child mm-hmm. so you wonder if they if they could save the like save the baby maybe that's the still way not they have do birth. babies or something you know what i mean oh, yeah well maybe what if you had an option where you say this can be safer if we take the baby out safer and less early harm, like less burden on the mother you're not got, exactly you're not you carrying out it, a child you get it out a lot earlier you can start drinking start <laughs> celebrating <laughs> the pregnancy Silly. Jeez. Yeah, no, Start I didn't drink. even really think about that. Shorten the pregnancy. Yeah, that is interesting. Hmm. But yeah, we'll I be mean, growing babies in labs. We'll be so. growing babies. We'll be talking about it on the BGW podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anything else you guys want to touch on? Do you have anything else, Dayton? Not really. I was gonna ask Jonah how his birthday went. I haven't really talked to him about yeah. it. Cinco de Mayo. The old two zero. How was it? Yeah, it was all right. Um, I think what I did. I stayed in Detroit. I woke up uh, on the start of May fifth and and day twelve. First started in Mount Pleasant, right? No. Or no, that was the following. Because that was Thursday. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. Friday was your birthday. And then I came home, and then hung out, went out to lunch with my parents, got a burger with fried egg for the first time, and it was damn good. Where'd you go? Hamlin Pub. Ooh. I didn't know they had dang burgers. I didn't either. Um, and then came home, hung out, yeah. had dinner, Mexican chicken, Ooh, uh, and then came over to Joshua's. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I had a... It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was nice. Nice. Um, nice little celebration. 
I watched this Howard Stern movie. I don't know if you guys, you probably never heard of it. It's Howard Stern's movie about his life. So it's like an autobiographical movie about him. It's called Private Parts. I've heard of this. It's hysterical. It's so funny. It's a story about him just like becoming huge, like famous. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny, dude. Huh. There's a, it's the part when he first gets hired by NBC, and he's super dirty and raunchy, and they don't want that at right. their station. But he was had really good ratings, so they hired him, and they were trying to like censor him, and he just was in this huge feud with NBC. And mm-hmm. that part in the movie is just so funny. The shit he did and said on the air, unreal. Hmm. He, he's a very dirty guy. Very dirty man. Very dirty guy. But hilarious. People love him for it. I recommend the movie. It's funny. He has yeah. a book, too, of the same name. And that's what I... I didn't know he had a movie. I was thinking of the book. Because I, I knew he had a book. That's what I didn't know but it was they, a movie he, And he plays himself in the movie, too. Gotcha. Oh, so they made funny. it into a movie. A while ago, though. It's on uh, Stars, I believe. Hmm. So, just to, just really quick, how did he come up and about? Was he just yeah. jump from radio to radio and then just... Uh, he got a communications degree at Boston College and then went and just started at this tiny radio station. And he was kind of like a shy, awkward dude. And people told me he wasn't any good for radio, this and that. And I think he's kind of bounced around at a couple of shitty radio stations where nobody really cared and he could kind of do his own thing. I don't know. And that's where he's kind he of, really picked up because of his vul, vulgar stuff? Or I mean, how did he kind of take off? He ended up on XM Radio, so like he must have either lucked out or went somewhere big before that. Before? So, well, he got a job at NBC. He worked at NBC before XM or Sirius? Or. Yeah, NBC was his first like big gig. He was doing really well at like, these smaller radio stations and taking okay. a bunch of ratings away. From the bigger guys. Gotcha. And then they took So him that's him. why they hired him. Okay. Yeah, and now he's on America's... Not anymore. Oh, not anymore? No, he wasn't last year. Oh. They have Simon now. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Gosh. So now he's just doing his own thing? Yep, he's got his radio show. and <laughs> Simon's overrated. I don't like Simon that much. Germ- he's all right. Germaphobe. Nope, that's, that's Howie. Oh, crap. <laughs> I got these guys. Oh, Simon Cowell, right? Yeah. Or the the British guy? Yeah. American Idol. Oh, yeah. he's all right. Yeah. How, how did that guy get big? Was he a singer or something? He's He uh, duh, he has a like produce, uh, production company. Like He he signs artists and stuff and gives mm, them labels. Wow. Like Grace Vanderwall. He signed, she, he signed her right after the show. Really? He was a judge on the show and signed her right after oh, yeah, the show. Yeah, he he's a producer. Wow. Interesting. I never knew that. And then he has America's Got Talent. Or, um, American Idol was his show. America's Got Talent, I'm pretty sure, is his show. Um, he did British, British has ta- or Britain's Got Talent. Yep. Nice, dude. Busy guy. Rich Busy man. guy. Yeah, well, I guess that kind of... Yeah. Just about does it for us. I mean, we're back in Clarkston. A little weird to be back here. It's definitely a little weird, a little out of the element, but yeah. I'm sure we'll start to adapt. I mean, be ready, be on the lookout for a new bro in the near future. Oh, yeah. That's right. Jonah I, will be. Go ahead. Next week is my last week. Wow. 
Hold on. That soon? That's how soon you're leaving? I, I leave in 12 days. Oh, Jeez. my gosh. Unless my visa doesn't get through. Straight to the continent so, of Africa. How did we decide we're going to pick the third bro? Yeah. Are you Are you picking? I thought we were all going to pick a week. I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss, miss three podcasts. Okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. that works for me. So. Cool. <laughs> Send in your applications. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll sift through them. <laughs> but yeah, apparently we're going on like a safari uh, to the Ivory Coast, and we're seeing God. elephants and shit. And a real, a real African safari. So wow, God, dude, you gotta take some serious video and show us when we. Oh yeah, yeah, I can't wait to talk about all that stuff when you get back. It'll be cool. You'll come back covered in beads and. <laughs> <laughs> Which doctor got the Straight, bone in the yeah. nose? <laughs> Got the, they got his ears that make him huge. <laughs> just gauged. Just gauged. Cooking up yeah, some yeah. crack. Oh, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> oh, it's good, Jay. We don't even say anything about it. <laughs> I don't even speak English anymore. Just, <laughs> just the quick. It's <laughs> the only dialogue. way he communicates. Oh, and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's going to do it for the bros. We will see you Sunday next week. Uh, but without further ado, um, follow us on... Oh, wow. follow us on Twitter at BGW Podcast. Follow us, find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Facebook. Just type in Bros Gone Wild Podcast, YouTube, and you'll find us. So. Oh, we'll be there. All right, boys, that's going to be it. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Yeah.